Welcome to the Bedtime Storycast, the podcast where I talk and you fall asleep. My name is Mike, and I invite you to get comfortable under the covers. Take a few slow, deep breaths in and out, and settle in for our story of a lumbering polar bear at the North Pole. This is The Wanderer by Jordan Blancet. Sweet dreams. Two golden brown eyes open in the glittering morning light, blinking lazily as the gentle brightness awakens the beast from its slumber. With a slow sigh, born of a sleeping mind, the massive bear stretches a paw into the air, relishing in the release of its tight muscles. White fur shivers as the creature rubs an eye with one enormous paw. The other pushing overhead, stretching contentedly into awareness. And then, a soft rumbling in the polar bear's belly prompts a lumbering to movement. With a heaving sigh, the she-bear begins a slow, side-to-side plodding out of the ice cave she's called home for many months, leaving the warmth of her den for the openness of the world beyond. As the first streaks of sunlight brighten her vision. She blinks slowly, adjusting to the snow-white mountains and valleys sprawled for miles around. Active for the first time in the new year, she inhales deeply, her breath flowing from black nostrils to crystallize in the icy air. But the bear, warm and safe from the chill in her winter coat, shakes the remaining sleep from her mind and savors the chill of ice over the bay. The sweetness of the sun-dappled snow as she patters down the hillside to the frozen land awaiting her arrival. As she approaches the bed of ice hiding swirling depths of salt water below, the she-bear perks up something tangy, umami laying on the ice. She snuffles her way through the snowdrift, leaving not a trace save her enormous paw prints, her nails clacking softly where her weight pushes through the snow to tap the ice below. Soon, her mouth finds it, the remnants of another bear's meal, half frozen and buried in the snow. But after months of sleep, her belly grumbling softly at the smell of the gift left to her. 
the she-bear tucks in with a waffle of contentment. As she licks her lips clean, relishing her first meal in months, a sound catches her ears, rumbling from the distant shores beyond the ice. And then, a faint whiff of smoke wafting across the snowdrifts, blown and scattered over the sea ice. The she-bear inhales in a pleasurable huff and turns to follow the smoke, her paws padding across the icy bay as if it were solid land. As she moves, the ice crackles coldly beneath her fur-laden feet, protecting her from the remnants of winter's chill. When she reaches the place the ice is thickest before dropping off to barren soil, she snuffles her way over the ridge and passes from sea to land in a moment. There, the polar bear raises her head to sniff again, the smoke eluding her nostrils as the wind shifts direction. But no matter, unconcerned, she turns her attention to the path before her, appearing to be carved into the frozen tundra amidst grasses buried in snow. Her feet crunch softly on hidden layers of living matter, each blade stroking over her paws as she lumbers on her way. And then she hears it again, a rumble over the grassy tundra, much closer now. She stops and raises on her hind legs, towering over the barren landscape as her face reaches to the sky to surveil her surroundings. In the distance, but growing closer by the moment, a large, white, metal box, almost the color of the glittering snow, shimmers into her vision. It trundles forward, pushing along on black discs that reach almost as high as she, and then stops a few paces away. As the she-bear drops to all fours and patters closer, silently, stealthily, a curious chattering grazes her ears. Pale, furless faces peer out from behind clear glass windows as she leans up her paws resting squarely on the black rubber tires, sniffing at the windows. One single brave creature opens a window and reaches out, an elongated paw with thin, furless digits caressing the bear's ear. She watches in bemusement 
relishing the gentle scratch of the strange creature's nails behind her ears. And then huffs and drops to her feet. The metal box rumbles again, rolling slowly over the tundra as the she-bear continues on her way. Once more, the wind changes direction, and again, the smell of smoke fills her lungs, licking her lips with a warm tongue. She patters forward over the snow-swept landscape. To her left lies the bay, creaking quietly as the water pushes against the icy sheet, protecting the creatures below from the chilled winds above. To her right, the gentle tinkling of shallow water trickles against her ears, until at last the land narrows and the river comes into view. The bear licks her lips once more and trods forward until her feet splash into the refreshing shallows. With a soft snuffle, her tongue laps out to drink her fill of the clear, delicious water. And then she hears it for a second time over the swirling of the waters beneath her chattering like that of the creatures on the bus. Perking up, the she-bear crosses the river, the water whirling welcomingly around her ankles before traveling on its own way to meet the sea ice. As her massive paws broach the next hill and bring her round the bend, the sound becomes clearer. Voices rising over the land, carried to her ears by a gentle wind. The white bear looks over the flatness of the landscape into the small town, gated only by a pair of metal tracks surrounding the outermost buildings. These were square and squat, buried into the land as if to hide from the harsh winter winds with snowdrifts piled high against the windows. They were cozy, safe, and sheltered from the last of the storms, though winter now eased its grip on the frozen town. Toward the center of town, the buildings rose a little higher, drawing upward to meet the sky, as if to greet the sun with sloping, pointed rooftops, dressed only in a thin layer of snow. Cautiously curious, the she-bear heaves up to her hind legs again, to surveil the town, glittering golden eyes roving over the rooftops to spot movements of moving color between the buildings. Her nose snuffs and sniffs, drawing in deeper and deeper 
lungfuls of the town's activities. She recognizes a few scents, smoke and snow, with a dash of salt blown in from the bay. And then, another, unfamiliar but no less welcome, the sweet, welcoming scent of spring flowers. She spots them at the town's edge, lining doorsteps and brightening the roadside. With a huff, she brings her feet back to the ground and lumbers on once more, stopping to raise her head high and take another whiff before she carries forward. As she paws across the train tracks into the outskirts of the small, quaint town, the she-bear passes by pictures warning of her presence, a bright outline against a dark background. She sniffs at the pole upholding the sign, the familiar scent of others like her filling her nose. With a low rumble, she stops to scratch her neck and ears over the cold metal, breathing a steaming sigh of relief. Her itch scratched, the polar bear moves into town, padding silently in the narrow alleyways between buildings. As her head peeks out between two squat porches, she spots more of them. Pale, furless beings wrapped in all manner of fluffy, bold colors. One spots her and points with a gloved hand, making noises both reverent and wary. Others turn to look and begin to back away slowly, making way for the shaggy, furred lumberer wandering through the streets of this snowed-in village. As she steps into the roads, worn down by tire tracks not unlike those of the bus that passed her by, more of these creatures notice her presence and quietly, slowly move into their homes. Doors shut and curtains open, face after face peeking out at the great polar bear, the queen of the Arctic. Unhurried and unharried by their concern, the she-bear crunches through the icy slush stopping to sniff at the potted flowers lining the roads. She sneezes once, blowing the pollen from her nostrils, and looks into the window of a nearby home to see a small, short human watching her. Her curiosity moving her forward, the white bear trods up to the window and peers inside, her breath fogging up the clear glass. A tiny face stares back 
the creature's lips parted in an uncertain smile. And then, a gloved hand reaches up to touch the window, pressed tight to the glass where the she-bear's nose puffs warmth into the cold air. She opens her mouth and breathes one long breath, fogging up the window entirely before lapping the window clean to look at the grinning face beyond. And then, satisfied once more, she turns to continue on her wanderings. But her curiosity isn't sated long Soon, another face appears in a window, gazing and marveling at the enormous beast come to visit. The she-bear finds her paws, almost of their own volition, carrying her from window to window to peer into the dens and into the lives of those unknown creatures. More than one reaches out to connect with her through the glass, and she returns the favor, pressing her paw to the window for but a moment before the next house curries her favor with new sights and smells. Word of the polar bear's presence spreads through the town, as hushed and quick as the mid-morning breeze with ever more faces there to greet her behind the windows. As she stops to look back over her progress, her eyes wandering over the enormous paw tracks zigzagging across the road as she approaches the city center. And there it is that the roads lead, where the bright, pollen-filled flowers guide her footsteps. There it is that her nose recognizes the reason she has wandered in from the sea ice to this town of creatures entirely alien to her. A crackling fire, pushing out a gentle warmth to the citizens milling about the city center. A celebration of the return of spring. The first melting of ice as the sun returned to the land once more. As the she-bear shuffles forward, her feet now pattering over dirt and dried grass rather than snow and ice, the chatter slowly stops. The first to notice her presence is a child, head coming no higher than her shoulder, who turns and watches, open-mouthed, as she takes a step toward him. He steps back in turn and points, catching the eye of a taller creature, who, like him, stops and stares. 
the she-bear gazes back, her golden eyes warm and wary, and steps forward again. Within a moment, the bustling crowd shushes to a halt, parting in waves to allow the she-bear her ingress. She pads forward, unhurried, sniffling here and there, but never passing close enough to reach these strange, quiet beings. Her face grows warm as she approaches the fire, her nostrils quivering as she inhales deeply the scent of smoke and smoldering wood. Looking around at the crowd of silent faces, a few less than there were moments ago, the she-bear huffs and draws up to her full height. Her massive, shaggy head raises toward the sky, paws clapping together as the fire melts the last of the ice clinging to her belly. There she turns, enjoying the quiet crackling the mesmerizing flames licking at the wood that feeds their light. The welcome warmth spreads from paw to paw, from tail to nose, as the she-bear relishes the satisfying heat of spring with these creatures so unlike her. And then, with a contented rumble, the polar bear sits back and brushes a paw over her face, rubbing the last of winter's chilled sleep from her eyes. Blinking at the crowd around her, she huffs again and lumbers to her feet once more, paws padding quietly over the dirt as she turns and wanders back the way she came. Her ears prick to attention as her feet begin crunching over the first snowdrifts again, the mesmerizing sound, repetitive and soothing on her mind. Behind her, a gentle chattering begins again, the creatures blessed by her presence marveling quietly as she makes her way from their town back to the open tundra. And as the first wind passes over her face, she turns to look but for a moment at the small, welcoming town buried to its windows in the remnants of winter's grasp. She huffs one last time, appearing to nod at a child waving goodbye from the comfort of his front porch, and plods back into the wilderness she calls home. Her feet 
pass over the train tracks, chilled and alien beneath her feet, across the open tundra where buses of pale faces pass by with a soothing rumble. And then there's nothing left to her ears but the wind from the north, the water to the east, the crackling and crunching of snow beneath her feet as she looks to the sky and breathes in the spring air beginning to warm over the landscape. And almost as if they know their way, her feet carry her to the river where she stops to drink once more before crossing the swirling waters. And soon enough, her feet meet the ice of the bay again, and the polar bear stops and surveils the barren whiteness before her. To the east, the open ocean lies beneath a sea of frigid white, melting at the edges as spring crawls ever inward. To the north lies the mountains of her home, her empty den beckoning her to return to her slumber. And there, to the west, the sunlight sparkles over the snow, calling her deepest instincts to waken from their restful slumber. The she-bear seems to nod again, this time to her mountain den, and wanders west along the banks of the bay to follow the call of the wild. 